Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Arturo Sides. And that is Tom, the Thomas Tom Tom Sides. How are you doing today, sir? I'm <laughs> fine. The Thomas Tom Tom, like the GPS? Or did you just not think of anything? Both. Okay. Yeah, it was stored in my memory cool. bank, so my memory accessed it. And I wasn't prepared for extra names being added. So I was like, let's just wing it. And I did it all on the fly. Nice. Yeah, that's how I roll. Fair enough. It reminds me of Marty's niece that called me Tommy Thompson. Nice. With her little New Zealand accent. You gotta love the old doubles. Why does she have a New Zealand accent? I thought they live in Canada. Marty's from New Zealand? Uh, So he's indoctrinating his child with his own language? Marty's niece. So oh, oh, so they're, okay. In, sorry, sorry, sorry. That makes sense now. I thought Marty's you were saying Marty's niece, kid. So. I was like, but they're Canadian. What the fuck? No, no. I wouldn't care. I like accents. I'm unfamiliar. Marty full on. Marty's like full on lost his accent. Like I, I didn't yeah. like kind of realize it till his sister and mom came. Well, his sister came in because she has like a full on New Zealand accent, and then you hear Martin talking like, "Oh, you talk more like me than you do them." That's oh. funny. You're like one of us now, buddy. Pretty much, yeah. You notice that acclimation after a while. It's inevitable, especially when you don't like speak the native language and stuff like that. For people that come here, it's just you start to lose it after a while, right? Yeah. So, like, the accent's just all gone. Almost. Like, there's, like, a New Zealand twang. I saw a post the other day. Like, this is in relation to voices and hearing um like accents and recognizing people's voices but i saw the other day someone posted on the ninja turtle group that i'm in saying that Corey feldman played donatello in the original movies and in the third one yeah and i had no fucking idea of that but everybody in the comments was like yeah no shit buddy old news like as if he was a moron for posting it in the first place and i was like fuck you guys i didn't know that (laughs) but now thinking he wasn't like it wasn't like in the suit or anything. No, it was just, just like a voice. voice actor. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of interesting. You don't uh, know something until you know it. And then when you know it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I hear that. That makes sense. It's funny with uh, people's tones like that. When you have any actor who you're familiar with and then they play a, like a role in a cartoon or as a voice actor and you hear that voice and you're like, what the fuck? I know that voice. Who is that? Who is, you know, obviously, you know, because you watch a lot more cartoons than I, but pizza dudes got 30 minutes i just recently reacquired those movies on vhs because yeah. uh i saw them in a garage for 25 cents a piece and i was like i fucking can't leave this behind so now i've i'm deep diving into vhs sales again because over the fucking course of the summer i kept finding fucking horror movies at garage sales for 25 or 50 cents and i'm like i can probably sell that for 10 i know it's not a huge mark like turnover of cash but fucking 10 bucks is 10 bucks as opposed to 25 cents or 50 cents right i found a whole bunch of unopened ones at garage sales so i'm like fuck that's sweet i can sell those for a little bit more and then it's just like the whole fucking thing but now then i'm like maybe i'll keep them (laughs) but i'm like you just got rid of your own you had the best 
you had the best and you sold them. So why are you trying to recollect? Because I love it. Because I love that feeling of being a kid, blockbuster movies. Like I found Dutch the other day, you know, with Al Bundy um, and O'Neill. Yeah, there you go. Ed O'Neill. I found that on VHS the other day and I was like, fuck, like I love that movie when I was a kid. It was such a fucking good ass movie. How do I leave it behind? So I didn't. I fucking picked it up and grabbed it. And now I have a shelf in my garage and I'm like, what have you done? Why are you doing this? Don't hurt yourself like this. Because then if I do get back into collecting them, then I'll chase the ones that I already sold. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to sell them. But it's cool to have them in the meantime to and like joining the VHS groups on Facebook and shit so that I can find out exactly what they're worth and resell them. It's been refreshing. You see people like that have a wall full of horror movies from the 80s and you're like, that's fucking cool, bro. I can respect you, but I can't do that. Like I got too much shit going on already, but I just it's cool to see that there's still people out there that appreciate that shit, I guess. And that's been one side of the story this week. That's Sean Sides. <laughs> I could tell you were hurt that I just went on a tangent, but come on, it's fucking cool. You admit, you, I no, know you, you love movies even, too. You didn't even need me for that conversation. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you just monologued. You even asked yourself questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good interviewer. What can I say? <laughs> okay, go, Tom. <laughs> how, how, how do I have the time for that? I was just like, oh, look, Sean's just going to go. I wonder how long he'll go for. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I I will say I do find those movies really fun. Even the third one, that has this bad rap, but I don't understand what's wrong with time traveling Ninja Turtles. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Why is it you're at? It's like you're separating the first and the second from the third. Why is that? Because that's the way the people have done it. Like the first two are amazing, and I agree that the third one is amazing. But the general public goes like one and two, hell yeah. Third one, boo. Really, I, I was still a kid when the third one came out, so I enjoyed the shit out of it. I'm pretty sure I was a kid when all of them were already out. Yeah, but I've always enjoyed all of them. Like that was like, and plus, like those are Muppets, right? Like Jim Henson did all the costume design of the Ninja Turtles. I'm not sure if you they're knew definitely that. not Muppets because there's people inside of them, whereas Muppets have a hand up their butt. There's a difference. Oh. Oh really? You're telling me Big Bird is just a hand? No, Big Bird is Cephalophagus not. A, is Big Bird's not a Muppet. Sweetums is just Are a you hand. Saying that Big Bird's a Muppet? Yes, I am. He's Big Bird. He's not a Muppet. He cannot be defined within the parameters of being a Muppet. If there's a human in it, it ain't a Muppet. It becomes something else. So, ask me so what it Sweetums becomes. Is... Ask me what it becomes. Ask me. What does it become, Sean? A guy in a suit, or a girl in a suit, or a human in a suit. That's it. It's not a Muppet. Muppet's a hand only. Muppet puppet. Fair? No. No, you're a dick. <laughs> really? So every mascot <laughs> and every fucking football, hockey, they're all Muppets in your eyes? Is that what you're saying? No, my rule is if it's made by Jim Henson or the Jim Henson <laughs> company, it's a Muppet. Okay, that's not a horrible rule. No. Okay. Just... It's a really weird, like, definition of it, but I completely disagree. But at least you have some, you've made sense of it to yourself. And that's what being a human is all about. It's a rule. It's like the Avengers. Like, they're all have their own little separate worlds, but when they come together, they're all Avengers. If you... And, like, if you think they're different because of Sesame Street and the Muppets, Kermit the Frog was on Sesame Street. 
He did the news reporting. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that that's the separation. My separation was clear in a suit of a, a human in a suit versus a hand in a suit or a hand. No, because that took multiple. That took multiple people to operate. And uh, guy in a suit only took the guy in the suit. No, hence my it took my like big like, separation. Like they had to put his head on the... for him and stuff, obviously, but no, but someone's operating the mouth. And then someone's like in the suit. The mouth is self-operated. It's not self-operated. It's fucking self-operated, Tom. Wake up. It's, it's just constantly going like this. No, they fucking are in the suit. There's a person in the suit. And they fucking, they have their hand up there. And they're fucking. So it's a Muppet then. Or it's designed to the mouth. No, 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 fuck you. No, 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 fuck you. You just agreed with me. There's a hand. The whole body's in it. Their wiener's yes. in it. Their feet are in it. Every part of them's in it, or non-wiener if they yes. have a non-wiener uh, human identification. Mm-hmm. But either way, yeah, no, they're muppets. If you say they're that. not puppets, puppets are different, and mascots are different. But if they're made by Jim Henson, I can muppets. live with your definition under the rule. If Jim Henson made it, it is muppet because he made the muppets. And then if he makes other things that are like, yeah, I can live with that definition. I don't hate it. So the Ninja Turtles are definitely but, not muppets. But you will way, agree with but... me that Big Bird. Huh? Those Ninja Turtles are. Those Ninja Turtles are. No, definitely not. I completely disagree. No, those ones. Those ones are definitely Muppets. I'd love to see them the poll on this because it would just be very interesting to see. I should make one on the Ninja Turtle site on Facebook just to shame you. <laughs> Go ahead. See what happens. I'm curious. Yeah. They- maybe you're right. Maybe I'm the ignorant one here and like I'm not educated on this fact. It's possible because I don't know everything. That's for sure. But, I but you have to phrase it. You have to phrase it right. You can't just go. Are the original Ninja Turtles Muppets? You would have to go. Since they are designed by Jim Hansen, would you consider them to be Muppets? So, given that the original Ninja Turtles from the movies were designed by Jim Henson, type argument, yeah, okay, yeah, you have to phrase. I would it be comfortable with that. I'm not. You know, sometimes people try to angle it with the phrasing in their in their ways, so they get the result they want. I just want the truth. Yeah, so the argument has to be because you might got a guy that doesn't know that Corey Feldman's the voice of Donatello. That's right. Just like the guy probably doesn't know that Jim Henson designed those Muppet. I had no fucking idea that you just told me. I was a kid and I didn't look into that kind of thing. And to be honest, I haven't watched the movies in quite some time. I watched the first one actually not that long ago, but it's been a time. So that's fair. We have a gift for you, April O'Neil. Slaps her across the face. I haven't even watched these movies recently. This is just ingrained in my memory. Yeah, there's some things that stick with you forever. It was such a cool time. Like, those toys and uh, movies that came out, they're fucking awesome. At the Edmonton Expo, there's guys that wear the suits uh, and walk around, and it's just cool seeing, like, them in real life. I love live-action live, like, live Muppets. Yeah. I don't, but I like the Ninja Turtles, because they're not Muppets. But Muppets are gay. In a way that I mean that, like, Fuck you. in a bad way, not in like a happy way or like happy gay people way. I meant it like in a fuck them way. But I don't mean it against yep. the gays. I just grew up with a certain vernacular and slipped yep. up there. I slipped up there. The time Sean yep. got us canceled. It's right here. Fuck it. I said it. I can't take it back. Way to, way, way to <laughs> alienate our gay audience. Yeah. No, the gays know I love them. We're cool. 
<laughs> I bet you do. Now you sound like an asshole. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Nothing? You got nothing? Nothing more to add? <laughs> no. I'm 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 what you call an ally, Sean. I'm not gonna dig your hole deeper. Thank you. You're my ally, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> you meant something else, but in reality. Did you get the email about the hockey pool? Are you still in your negative ways of not wanting to participate? I'm not in a negative way. I'm not, I did receive the email, yes, to answer your question. Are you are, are you going to play? No, I don't think so. I still don't know how much money the winner got last year. That's all. Just things like that. And, like, I wasn't part of some of the discussions for, like, because it was outside of the group when it comes to, uh, like, the last place thing or other things. I was like, I'm so out of the loop on this thing. I should just exit it's myself all in that, fully out of the loop. It's all in that email. Is it? Yeah. I didn't read. It's fucking so long-winded and I'd already decided. The totals from last year were in the email of who got what and how much. and. Yeah. I don't think so, Tom. You didn't read it. You just submitted to not reading it. I didn't read it, it yeah. So the totals from last year are in the email. But how everything got broken down, yeah. No, I mean how much money the fucking winner won last year is in the email. Is that what you're saying? No, the how everything's oh, okay. broken down. That, no, my point was I I still don't know who won what because it like well, it's a that fucking was mystery, the, a secret like kept behind the scenes. That, you know that that was in the group message. No, I don't think so. Go back and look. Yeah. I'm in the WhatsApp. There, you're talking WhatsApp. Maybe in the private I'm WhatsApp, sure. but not in the one for the hockey pool. I don't have a private WhatsApp. Oh, I thought maybe you guys had a separate one when you talked about the other things, too. Yeah, I didn't see. There's nothing no. in there, dude. It no. doesn't matter either when way. I, I just want to know that kind of thing, especially being a money-friendly guy. If I'm, like, buying into something, like, a growing total would have been nice. And it's not anything against people. I get it. People have lives. They're busy and all that shit. It's just even at the end, months after, you'd think you'd know who won what. And I just don't. I like to know that kind of shit. And it's no. it's not just that. It's other things, too. But I uh, I think I will sit this year out. Maybe I'll pick it up again another year. You never know. But I think okay. humbly I would like to decline this year. Are you going to do it? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I wish I you well. You did really well last year, right? You got second. No. Don't know what that means. Well, last, but... I got like 250 bucks. That's sweet. My money and then some in third place got their money back. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's sweet. Do they have a lot of people lined up this year? I know it shrunk last year I don't... quite a bit. I don't I don't know. Uh, we'll probably try and put a valiant effort into getting more people in. Yeah, why not? That was one shitty part about last year is they made it seem like there was no spots available. And, like, you and me both were like, what the fuck? We could have added a bunch more people to this and, like, grown the pond and shit. And it got stumped there, right? Which is kind of shitty. Are they going with yeah. the same format as the first year? Or did they add, like, because remember when we were, like, doing the picking, all of a sudden they were like, let's add a bunch of players. And you're like, what the fuck? I didn't, like, I wasn't prepared for this. Is it back to the original uh, version or to I the think second? I think it depends on how many people we get total, and then they're going to decide from there. Right. Because the, the, the rules the, yeah, the rules on the email were a little bit vague. Yeah. The first time it was very clear, and then the second time they yeah. sent the email out with the information from the first one, but then changed it last minute on the spot, which kind of threw yeah. everything for a so, loop. Yeah, so it's all based on what Sam and Morgan want to do, and then 
It's their pool. That makes Whatever. sense. You know. That's cool. Yeah. I am in the survivor pool again. Are you? Oh, the football one you were telling. That one? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm back in that one. I don't know yet. I made my first pick. They play a Sunday. And I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Colts. Nice. So I'm very nervous. <laughs> it would suck to be out. Well, at least if you're out in the first round, you're not waiting the whole time. It would suck to be out no, in the second last round. Well, but it, it it does suck to be out $136 week yeah. one. That would suck. Yeah. And like, like a, a huge like upset. A lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. It's like, oh, I can't remember the, Jake told me it's like, it's over $100,000 American. Holy close fuck. to $200,000 American. That's nice that they let you know how much you're going to win. That's nice. Yeah. That's cool. Cool fact. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, no. I'm excited, though, for hockey season. I'll tell you that fucking much. Me too. I'm going to try and get in a couple games this year. Are you going to get tickets to the Heritage Classic? You got to try. Yeah, I'm going to try. Me and Chris, <clears throat> we're talking about it. We're going to look into it. You, you, it's you fucking gotta, robbery, you, though. It's $200 to start starting price up to over like thousands and thousands of dollars. And you're like, fuck you. I, 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 know, I know what it is, but at the yeah. same time, it's like... You get to say you were there. Yeah. It's a piece of like it's a, it there's is, a good chance I'm gonna go. And it's and it's a good game. Yeah. It's a good fucking game. It's Calgary versus Edmonton, it's which not you just want the game. Like those... That's the thing. It's a like an event. So like the whole day is a thing, right? Because you can watch mm-hmm. they'll probably have like an old stars game of some kind like they did the last time. Yeah. You know the... You get you probably get to see Gretzky play, man. Exactly. That's kind of where I'm at. Like maybe I should do it because it's not just for the game. But I just, I don't know. And it'd be fun to be in a arena with 60,000 people watching the Oilers. You get yourself an old school Oilers toque for it. and fucking Which I just... own already. Yeah. I get have like a lot a of old school Oilers movie. shit, which is nice. This hat is from pre-NHL Oilers. When they mm-hmm. were, you've seen it before, I'm sure. <clears throat> but it's pre-NHL, which is kind of fucking cool. It's WHL Oilers. You can't even, you can't even put it on your head. Hey, I'm fucking one hand there putting it on. And it's all like old and fucking frazzled as shit. But it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And this is the style I had nice. back in the day. Nice. You you look like an army ranger that likes the Oilers. A little bit, yeah. Hey, it's a di- it was a different vibe back then, but it's fucking dope. Yeah, I like old school shit. You should wear that to a game. I should, but then if they score a hat trick, I'll have to throw it, and then I'll live with regret forever. Or, or, or you don't throw it. Yeah, I'm not a little bitch, Tom. If you go to a fucking game wearing a hat and you don't throw it when they either score a hat trick, you're a little bitch. That's my opinion. I don't care. Cool. My my grandfather gave me this hat and he signed it and I don't want to throw it. Then why'd you wear it? Fucking why'd you wear it then? Get a separate hat, a fucking cheap Oilers hat you can throw. Don't wear a good hat to a game then. Can I can I answer that question on why that fictional person wore their hat to make you feel like a dick? <laughs> I would love it if you would. Please. Okay. Well, Sean, little Johnny Bobani over there that you were doing decided to wear that hat because his grandfather gave it to him. And now his grandfather's dead. And what they used to do together all the time is watch Oilers games. So he tried to wear that hat that his grandfather gave him so he can feel connected to his grandfather while doing the one thing they love to do together. And forgive him if he's nostalgic and he loves his grandfather so much that he's not ready to get rid of the hat that his grandfather gave him. Excuse him for caring and loving that man who not only not only was his grandfather, but raised him because his father died in a tragic train incident 
in the early 90s. Given that um, little Johnny went all through this, it's surprising that he's such a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think he'd have toughened up a little bit along the way. Fuck. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm on fire today. I don't know what to tell you. A fire of like burning in hell for all the terrible things I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, what do you do? I guess I can go off on a different tangent. You know, obviously, my birthday's coming. It's a weird thing when people start asking you, like, when you're my age, hey, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't care. Like, it's not that big of a deal, you know, but the people around you want to celebrate with you. So then you have to, like, figure out exactly, like, something that you're going to want to do. But then you're like, ah, I'm getting old. Do I even, like, it's a drag the older you get. I still love to celebrate myself, don't get me wrong, as the years pass. But it's just hard sometimes to, uh, like, when someone asks you, what do you want to do for your birthday? You're like, I, I don't know. I don't have to do anything. I'm just, if I get to be around people I love, people I care about, that's a good fucking birthday. Sean, but, uh, the easiest thing to do at our age is dinner. Because here's the yeah. benefit of it. You go to a good place. You get a good meal. And guess what, buddy boy? It's your birthday. You can get whatever you fucking want, and no one's going to bat an eye because it's your birthday and someone else is paying. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, that's a good option. For <clears throat> it's a great really option. Thought about that. Like, it's yeah. you go to the keg. Guess what? You get a little surf and turf action that day. No one fucking bats an eye because it's Sean's birthday. You want to go to that yeah, dinner true. theater that's in the fucking uh, in the mall? I haven't done that a lot. Like, to be honest, I haven't gone for dinner for a very much on my birthday. It's always, like, for many, many years, the Edmonton Comic Con landed on that weekend. And so it was like, go to that for fucking eight hours, come home, eat dinner, and then fucking drink my face off all night. But mm. I don't know if I want to drink my face off all night tonight. Or exactly. Not tonight, sorry, but the night of. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. No, it's a nice option, though, for sure. It's a great right. option. You go up there, you go to dinner, you have a great meal. A great meal. Like a yeah. like a meal that you'll talk about again. Yeah, that makes sense. And there is, like, I do know some very nice places that are of that caliber. That's yeah. That's for sure. And you need to try some shit. Yeah. I just came across the picture I took of uh, RGE. RD that you told me at Range Road, what missing all of the vowels. Yeah. I took a picture of that, a screenshot of that on my phone, and uh, I came across that picture the other day. It's like, fuck, I do need to check this place out. So go there for your birthday. Make the reservation. You go, you, Crystal, Kieran, his lady, and whatever friends and family members that want to come. You just put out a mass text going, I'm thinking I'm making a reservation here. Let me know by this date so I can make a reservation. Yeah. Come if you want. Don't come if you want. No, it's totally reasonable. It's the it's the best idea. Yeah, it's weird. I'm still thinking about exactly how I want it to unfold, but there's that's an option for sure. I mean, Crystal also talked about maybe trying to go to like Vancouver for a weekend soon, just to like fly, come back. You know, Sunday could do it a couple days, kind of a trip. So there's that. I don't know. It's just a weird thing, you know. As you get older, I, it's funny because I have wicked plans the weekend before and the weekend after, but nothing landed on that weekend. So yeah, it's kind of fun. I just say go Comic-Con's get it. Comic-Con's coming fucking Iron Maiden the week after mm-hmm. my birthday. It's going to be a good month. Can you give me an Iron Maiden shirt when you're there? That's a big ask. Like I'll pay for it. Yeah, I could probably do that. I don't see yeah. why not. I have like, one I bought the last one that yeah, I went like, to, so I used to have like a dope Iron Maiden shirt and then like life happens. 
I, and, and I'm in the yeah, market. Yeah. I, I should have an Iron Maiden shirt. They're so good. They're you so should, cool. Yeah. They always have Eddie on the cover or, or on the. Yeah, they're you know, nice. They're great. I got a pretty sick one, too. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with it. The only thing that bothers me sometimes about concert t-shirts is they're less large man friendly than I'd like. Yeah, you got to go you know, big. You never see a 4X or, you know, you go and you get like a 2X or a 3X and then you wash it and you're like, motherfucker, this is Well, a you medium. can't try them. <laughs> you can't draw them. No, you cannot. Which it's like, guys, fucking make a good shirt. Like, yeah. seriously, you know. But yeah, no, I can probably do that. Remind me closer to the day, September 30th, so. Nice. Give me a heads up and I'll fucking, I don't have a problem doing that. That's Morgan's I'm going to be going there lining up for that anyways because uh, Kieran's son's first concert. So I'm sure. Oh, you got to go all out for that. Yeah, he's going to get him a t-shirt and all that kind of shit too. So, so cool that you're going to an actual concert with Kieran's son. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <clears throat> we've been to a lot of small shows, but nothing big like this. So I think nice you've been to a few recitals. Out. But yes, no, this this concert. <laughs> it constitutes a concert in Tom's eyes, so that's nice. Yeah. My I, cousin I, can look, I, look at me and be like, my cousin's going to a real concert today. Yeah. I, right, so. I went to Paige's dance recital. I didn't say I was going to the ballet. You know what I mean? Was it a ballet? It may have been. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about how you phrase it, right? Yeah, I went to my niece's dance recital. I did not. That's very nice. I did not say, ah, I have tickets to the ballet. Yeah, I, I get it. Some people live their life under the radar and some people live their life happy. It is what it is. Yeah, ignorant bliss is what you do. You're just like, ah, let me just punch <laughs> up the thing I'm doing to make it seem like I live a cooler life than I do. You're right. I should be more doom and gloom like you. Yeah, exactly. No, a man. Children's recital. I'm not going to enjoy myself. I think you're missing out on the exactly. opportunity that it's presenting you, sir. Because what what happens? Because if you say I'm going to my niece's or nephew's re- recital of whatever it is, it's not a doom and gloom thing. People go, "Ah, he's a family man. You're cute. <laughs> I like your uh, dissection of that. It's yeah, nice. it's not going. I didn't make it sad. I just made it. It's a. Nope. It is what it is. I it felt sad though at first a little bit, but now it feels a little bit less sad the way that you sold it. Um, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. the audience can't hear it, but I'm taking a victory sip of coffee. <laughs> um, it's probably cold. Nope, just brewed it. Did you? Nice. Yeah, you keep like it close to you. Like it's literally on the same table as my laptop. Very handy. Mm-hmm. It's a single, like a Keurig single cup. Mm-hmm. All the single cups, all the single cups, all the single cups, all the single cups. Uh oh, 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 oh. What's that from? Beyonce. Oh, nice. Instead of all the single ladies, it's like all the single. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I get it now. It took me a sec. It sounded familiar. I knew the OOOs, but I wasn't sure what it was exactly. Um, It's funny when. This happened at work the other day. Somebody made like three syllables of a song and immediately I was like, oh, that's a good song. That's the one. And you just know certain tones because of like hearing things a billion times that it picks up on. It's cool how that works. No. You know, like those games where they play on the radio where they play you like a quick little snippet of a song and you have to call in and guess and you can win money. 
I've been listen. I've listened to those radio stations in previous jobs when I had the ability to be able to listen to the radio like that all day and called in, but never got to be the person to reach the line to, to answer because I do catch that a lot, especially like classic rock, any of that type of shit. You're just, it's ingrained did, in your soul. Did I ever tell you about the time I won a radio contest? No. That's how I got extra I tickets to, that's how I got extra tickets to Kevin Smith when he came to Edmonton. I won them on the a radio show. They were like, describe, name the title of this movie. And they described Zach and Mary making a porno. And I called in like, you're caller number 10. And I'm like, ah, it's Zach and Mary making a porno. And I was called while driving. It was dangerous and successful. That's awesome. Yeah. And then they gave me someone who won like a shitload of radio contests. It was like their thing. Um, They got to go to, I think it was hedonism or something like that. Like, they do a party in Mexico or something, but she won tickets off of that, like to that and won $1,000 a couple times. And it wasn't just like a single occasion. She won multiple times and multiple trips. And you're like, holy fuck. But it's just because she had the time. She was by the radio and she was like quick on the fucking phone, you know? I had a training class that entered the call the radio for their trivia. They have like a trivia thing every day. You answer 10 questions. If you get ten all 10 right, you get $1,000. If not, it's $10 for every question you get right. So they got like 90 bucks because they missed one. And like, they're like, they asked me when I, I didn't know that they had entered it because when I go, when I say it's lunch hour, I let them have their lunch and I fuck off to another room because I'm with them all day. Like, fuck that noise. Yeah. So I come back and they're like, they asked me the trivia question. I can't remember what it was, but I knew the answer. Give him the answer. I'm like, where the fuck were you then? Because we would have won a thousand dollars had you been here. A thousand. Why did like was there one incident when they kicked you out of the lunchroom, or was it multiple incidents? No, I kicked. Just didn't want I, I kicked myself out of the lunchroom. I would tell myself that as well, but I'm just curious. So you don't know what happened. Like you don't remember the exact incident, is what you're saying? All right, Sean. Is this the game we're playing today? We're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna bully one another. Is that what's, is that what's happening? Hey, you, you fucking started it, and then no, I no, no, I didn't actually. Then... I didn't even start it. I said your muppet bullshit. Yeah, I wasn't even being a dick about that. You were being a dick by saying, "Oh no, they're not muppets. They're not qualified. They're guys in suits. <laughs> Let me crush your fucking dreams." No, it made me think of work because there's a certain individual who eats in a certain other individual's lunchroom. Because nobody wants that certain individual in the other lunchroom. And immediately when you said, no, I'll just go to a different lunchroom, I thought of that individual. No, I <laughs> started laughing inside. No, <laughs> I, I go to the actual lunchroom, whereas like they would stay in the classroom and eat. I don't want to be in That's my classroom fair. more than I need to be. So no, it's I, your job, whereas they're there obligated to be there. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. That's fair. So. Is there other people in the lunchroom that you go to at least? No, they all go into another room and no one tells me why. That's sad. I'm fucking kidding, Sean. Yes, <laughs> I like how you sold into it. Yeah. Nice. Good job. <laughs> Dick. What do you do? It's getting cold here, buddy. We had fucking two days where it was the high was seven uh-huh. in September. And you're like, what the fuck is this? It? Like, it's back nice now. No, like no. 20, I, I would take but... an early fall any fucking day of the week, man. Yeah, I don't mind an early fall. I just don't want an early winter. I'm fine with fall. I just do not do not want, like, snow. There's been snow in parts of Alberta this time of year often, and we've had it in Edmonton many times. So I was just, like, a little shell shock, like, please not yet. 
but no, it'll gradually come, hopefully. Ah, I see what you did there, because we've been talking about Ninja Turtles. Shell-shocked. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. The whole totally de- shell tack. The shell really tack derailed your dumb weather talk. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just had to say something, because I didn't know where to go from there, because you you stalled us, and I was like, well, I got to keep the fucking ball rolling here somehow. So I went to how shitty the weather's been. It's a good one for us olds. Uh, have, have we gone so far of talking that we don't know what to say to one another anymore, that we have to resort to, well, the weather has gotten a little bit brisk this time we of year. We often talk about the weather, though. We've done it many times. Yeah. Uh, you've told me the weather a thousand times. A thousand? I actually a thousand. Your, yeah, a thousand. I've used I used your weather talk the other day to talk to someone because I didn't. I had nothing. My they weather talk from Vancouver. Yeah, they were from Vancouver, and they, there was this uh, guy from another company, and he was telling me that uh, it rained for like thirty days straight recently. And I was like, I have a cousin who was there, and he said it rained for eighty nine days straight. And I got to like share your story with someone else because I had it in my pocketbook waiting to fucking go. You get to a certain age when you keep weather stories close to your heart so that if you meet a stranger, you can have something to discuss with them. See, here's the thing about that story. That's not a story about weather. That's a story about that's reason 812 why Vancouver sucks. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> because Vancouver fucking I represent it. Don't worry. Yeah, I, that would suck. It would be fucking depressing as yeah. shit. Oh, see how I brought us right back into a weather talk, and now yeah. you're happy about it. You're no, all uh, smiling. Hey, hey, let's talk about hey, the weather. I could That's sh- my story. I have to talk about the weather. No, I'm no, I'm happy to shit on Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, I like how you were West Coast, and now you're the East Coast overdose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing a McKinnon jersey right now? No. Although, actually, okay. fucking cool thing they're doing. Uh, the Mooseheads are retiring McKinnon's jersey on the home opener. So I yeah, see McKinnon live. That's pretty fucking sweet. I'm wearing a Ray Bork nice. jersey. Yeah, fair enough. You can't go wrong with the Bork. Are you going to wear it to that? Or are you going to get a McKinnon jersey for that? A McKinnon Moosehead jersey? No, I'm just going to get it. I'm just going to wear my normal Moosehead jersey. You have a number on it or no? No. Although the other one, I have two Moosehead jerseys, my white one. I'm going to put my buddy's number on it. So, you know, Liam Elcaddy, he's in the hockey pool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Liam, he played. For... I knew him as Liam Alcade. Yeah. It's pronounced Elcaddy, but whatever. Okay. I'll take it. I just only ever read it. Yeah. He's a Spaniard. It's fine. Anyway. Nice. Uh, he played for the Moose at the same time as McKinnon. He was one of the, he was on the roster for the championship team that won and all that stuff. Nice. So I'm putting his name on the back, and then I'm just gonna wear it in front of him, and be like, "Hey, you're a big fucking deal, eh?" And then just have him sign it, and then it's gonna go down in value. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Good story. Because I'm gonna be like, I got this signed Liam Elcaddy jersey. Be like. The fuck is Liam Elcaddy? That's right, buddy. Played a strong twenty-eight minutes for the Mooseheads. That would suck to um, like be there but not succeed. You know what I mean? Like to be rubbing shoulders with people who became like good NHL players, but you just you're not quite on that level to get yeah. there. I'm sure that's the story of a shitload of people. Obviously, it has the to NHL be. has very few players in it, but 
<laughs> it would just be hard to like see like especially if you're buddies with them and you see them living out the dream that you'd hoped for as well you know what i mean yeah i mean liam's doing okay is he yeah good like is what not... does he do now i think he works for the city of dorval yeah was it like did he ever have aspirations of actually being a hockey player or was it yeah just like, you don't go uh, that far you don't go that far with the going like oh I can't wait to just hang. Well, you love it, though, right? Yeah, That's yeah. why you play it, yeah. you lo- because you love it, not because necessarily you're trying to yeah. make NHL for everyone. Some people play for the love of the game. Some people play because they know they have a real shot as well, right? Yeah, but like to go to that level, I don't think they do it because, well, for one, you have to love it, but you, you do go that to that route because like, you go to like Halifax at 16 or wherever yeah. you went. Like I know he played for PEI, too. Like You go... You go to these different cities away from your family at a young age. You don't do it because, well, this is just where hockey took me. No, you go like, no, this yeah. is the grind. Well, you, this is this is part were of Were you it. around hockey, though, like players ever? Because you played hockey, obviously. But were you around people who were only doing it because they were made to do it? Yeah. Because I'm sure that's like a part well, like, of it, too, right? You don't want to let your family down and all that shit. They have aspirations well, for you to succeed. I've, so then you feel that pressure. I feel like. Every kid in sports is forced into sports because of course, like, you, yeah. you, like that's it. But you find out that you love it eventually, or you get this fun thing of Stockholm syndrome. But like the, the thing is like, if it wasn't for my father making me do hockey, I wouldn't have it. And I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. better off having him. Like it wasn't a choice. My dad didn't go to me one day and said, Thomas, would you like to play hockey? No, he just signed me up for hockey and I taught me things and made me yeah. friends. I argue the reason I have my personality is because of sports. Yeah. It, it affects people for sure in a big way, yeah. obviously. And like uh, your social aspect of you finding a place to fit into social situations. Like we've talked about how I moved around a fuck ton, mm-hmm. but you entering sports teams could have been part of the development of your social. I, 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 I've been told I've had it forever. Like my mom said, my mom told the story to Hillary when I brought her to meet her. It was like, because like I'm very outgoing. I have a ton of friends. Hillary has a close circle, but she doesn't have like, yeah, whatever. And um, so, like, she was like, is, "Was Thomas always this outgoing?" My mom was like, "Kind of, yeah." Like, I remember taking him to preschool, and he like they were in the circle with all the kids and the parents. And then there's Thomas holding cork, going, "Yeah, it's my new backpack. My dad got it for me on a business trip. It's pretty sweet. Look at all the zippers." Like, I just started talking. Like, and you're definitely a whore in that sense, like a people whore. You yeah. love people. Like, I you're do. Like, for you know, friend up if someone's like decent. You're like, hey, want to do something? Like you are that guy, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice to have people like that around. I feel like, like it's worked a lot in my favor. Like one of my closest friends in Edmonton is a, a girl named Lael, and she is by every stretch of the imagination an extrovert. And I saw this, and I went, "You, you are going to be my friend. We are going to do things, even when you don't want to go outside. You are going to come outside and play with me." So. And, like, I kind of just collect intro, uh, introverts and people that want to hang out. It's one of my all-time favorite things to do. Yeah, for sure. And that's how you live. That's how you make memories. That's how you have fun. <coughs> Excuse me. Jeez. Dying over here. Have you guys been getting a lot of smoke in the air lately? 
No, not since the fire stopped. It was fucking debilitating here this past week. Awful. Like, yeah, well, you're getting a bit of a cough. You're getting it from like both ends because of none of it and BC, right? Yeah, exactly. Northwest Territories as well, right yeah. above, right? Yeah, you're getting it's it from intense. Around. I have a some fr- uh, friend of friends who were in town from Yellowknife, and they like Yellowknife, or sorry, from Norman Wells, not Yellowknife. Um, but Norman Wells is also Northwest Territories, but kind of on the opposite side of the province. Doesn't that sound um, like a bank? Ah, oh, I work at Norman Wells. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's a very official, or like a lawyer's office or something like that. But anyways, yeah, they don't have fires there. But since May, it's been smoky there. Like every fucking day, it's been smoky there, and like that sucks. Like to be in that close of proximity where it's it, it awful. It like ruined their whole summer. They have such a small window for nice weather as well because of being that far north. Mm-hmm. And so when it gets kiboshed by smoke, you're just like you feel bad for all the people that live there. They were able to get away at least and come to Edmonton, you know, um, get out of the smoke for a couple weeks. But it's like shit. That that sucks. Yeah. That does fucking suck. Like, you can't control that kind of shit, though. Like, I was talking about this with Crystal the other day about like traveling, and you know, you book a trip, you pay for it. Even with what happened in Hawaii, there, it's awful to think that you could spend all that money to go on an amazing trip and then have it kiboshed by Mother Nature. That would be like really unfortunate. I feel bad for all the people that had that happen to them. What do you think of the stuff that like Oprah and The Rock are doing, like starting? Like, I get, like, you start, like, a fundraising thing, but you, like, you could just donate your own money. Yeah, you can just fix it. See, here's the thing. And then, like, I'm not, everybody likes to put a number of value on humans. Like, The Rock is worth $100 million. How dare he uh, fucking, (coughs) sorry, ask people for donations to help out with this. Okay, you have to understand something. What you're valued at does not necessarily mean how much money you have in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I know this is fucked up. I'm defending The Rock right now. But you know how many businesses he owns and how many people he helps, how many foundations he runs? If you run a foundation that's worth $50 million, that doesn't mean you have $50 million. It might mean you're worth $50 million if you pulled all of that money out of that foundation. It doesn't mean that his day to day, like I obviously he has money. Obviously he's a fucking millionaire. He has money in the bank, but when he's valued at people are like, he's valued at a hundred million dollars. How dare he ask people for he's valued at that. But that doesn't mean that's his flowing cash in his pocket. It's more Oprah that bothered me than it was him. Her as well. She owns a fucking network. Mm. She owns like, you. Yeah, she's worth over a billion dollars, but how much of that money is already working for her and doing good in other places? We don't know what her actual date, like, obviously she's fucking wealthy and she's well set up and she has a great life, Mm -hmm. but she also, like, has a lot of other things going on. No, but, like, you don't hear him say, like, 10% of Terramana's or Terramane, whatever it is pronounced, tequila, all 10% of the proceeds of those sales are going to go to hawaii you're not saying yeah whoever buys oprah magazine this fucking month or the this like in the next coming month maybe that's committed to women's shelters already maybe that's committed to you know what i mean like there's always i'm not defending obviously they can help and hopefully they have but i'm just saying like they're trying to use their face their image their celebrity status to try to like help people i know it gets misconstrued by the pores but i'm just saying it's one of those things where yeah. you don't 
I don't know. I get that. I guess I like. I guess I do kind of get that. But at the same time, I do find that like rich people asking you to donate money when they're already like it's like walking around at work with your hands in your pocket. Sure, you're not doing anything, but at the same time, you're making it fucking clear that you're not doing anything. Yeah, one thing that I. Um, dislike with celebrities is when you have actors and actresses who pretend for a living and they're trying to tell you about like how you should feel about issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? That bothers me more than them asking for donations. They're like, you should support this cause. Like, shut the fuck up. You pretend for a living. Don't fucking try to like act like an expert. But they do. And like, they are experts because a hundred million people buy their magazines. And like, you know, if you're looking to certain actors and actresses for how you should live your life, like that's fucked no, in but, my books. And there's so many people who are obsessed with that shit, and you're just like, some of them are. Up. You realize they pretend, right? Yeah, but some of them made a career of acting, but then if you look at their background, they're they have an education. Example. In some, well, I don't have an actor, but I do have a, a musician that talks politics a lot, and it's the guitarist for Rage Against the Machine. And he has yeah. a doctorate in political sciences from Harvard. Yeah. Makes sense. But he still just has an opinion. Uh, a lot of people have doctorates in all kinds of shit, but you they get a bigger spotlight because of their platform, yeah. obviously. Or, and then they use their platform to try to like push their opinion. And that's like... It, or it, what's her name from um, Break... Uh, no, uh, from uh, the Big Bang Theory or Blossom? Maya Balak. Yeah, yeah, she's like highly educated. Yeah, there is a few. There's a few diamonds in the rough that actually like have some. But then there's also like Maya Balak, for instance. She's a very decorated uh, scientist, yes, but she's also like super Christian and pushes like her God onto people in in, in times. I didn't know that about her. Believes that God God created science and all that. So it's it's like that's what I'm saying a little bit is you just because you know some shit and like you're using your platform even it doesn't mean that you're right you know what i mean and that they influence people in that sense sometimes i was talking more of a dumbed down version completely where you just have like completely uneducated stars being like i think that you you know like fuck off don't tell me what to do (coughs) you can have an opinion but they're influencing so many other people that maybe aren't as good at like thinking for themselves and i don't think that that's I would prefer the platform. Obviously, it's not how our society is designed. We idolize actors and actresses more than we do like research scientists and doctors and people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Because they're not in the spotlight. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're not. But we put people in the spotlight who pretend. Yeah. That's what's hard. It's even like when you have someone who idolizes someone who pretends so much that they're like loyal as fuck to this person who pretends. And you're like, when you break it down like that, it's silly as fuck, you know? I'm going to, I love that actor and actress because I like the way they pretend and I'm going to like be loyal to that person forever. And it's, it's hard. You have to like wake up a little bit and realize they're just a person, you know, like running up to someone in a restaurant and be like, oh my God, it's you. Like that must suck for celebrities. You're like, dude, like I have a family. I'm a normal person still. It's a weird part of like what humans do sometimes. Yeah. But it also like, it comes with it. Like it comes with the territory. Like, yeah. Like, every job has a thing that sucks about it. My job yeah. requires me to wake up stupidly early in the morning sometimes. That sucks. For sure. But it's part of the job I chose. 
Oh, for sure. That's the life that we choose. And there's perks, like you said, there's ups and downs to every job. It's just, I don't know. My original point was just, it bothers me sometimes when celebrities who don't know what the fuck they're talking about convince a lot of people to believe one thing based on what you were saying about like the rock and Oprah trying to raise charity money and stuff like that. It's, I don't think it's bad to get back to that. I don't think it's bad that they're doing it to answer your question. I just think that there's more to it than just yeah. like, calling them out and being like, why don't you just fix the whole thing your fucking self? No, but, like, but there they, are billionaires that could actually solve all the world's problems if they just decided to. Maybe, but like Jeff Bezos, okay, again, he owns Amazon. No, he, he wants to access it. Did he sell it? Yeah. Okay. Well, he did. Now he's got money because he sold it. But that's what I'm. What my point was going to be is that he would have to sell those businesses in order to have that money to be able to mm-hmm. do what you want him to do. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that he sold it. It was around, I think it was around the same time as his divorce, where his ex-wife huh. became like one of the second richest people in the world just based off divorcing Jeff Bezos. That's funny. Yeah. There's, How would you feel about that if you got married and you made more money and then you had to pay alimony forever or they just, that's how that's tough. I guess make better life decisions, but you can never like, I, you know what, what bothers me about the, if we're actually going to have a discussion about this, what bothers me, I don't mind. Like we have an agreement. I, you're entitled to half of like the financial stuff that whatever it's when they're after the fucking livelihood. I can't remember what the boxer that was. It could have been George Foreman. It could have been, it could have been somebody. But then the wife wanted his fucking belts. You know, like the heavyweight championship belts that he got. <laughs> that he, she never I helped him get those. The, I want that. Fire. Like, yeah, that's like, crazy. Like, it would be like, like honestly, and she didn't fucking box around, uh, around in her life. Like, I don't, that, that, that's just fucking spiteful. And like, yeah. I don't know the reason why they got divorced. Even if he cheated, like, I get that, but like, I don't know. My father raised me to the thing that two wrongs don't make me right. Just because someone hurt me doesn't mean I have to hurt them back. And like you just fucking move on from that, right? For sure. You see that all the time with relationships when they fall apart, especially when there's kids involved. Like the mother or father, depending on the situation, tries to use the child as a weapon against the other one. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it be like you said, or keeping their collectibles or, or whatever, like where do you draw the line? Like how selfish can you be when you're using the kid to get back at the person? You don't give a fuck about the kid. You give a fuck about yourself. And that's yeah. what's hard too is yeah. in those type of situations when the alimony see like if to me, you know, you build a life together. It all depends on how the relationship ends too. If you just grow apart from each other, you should be allowed to do that to some degree. But then there's like, if you, you perform a job as, as a man or a woman raising the kids while your counterpart works every day you are a team, you're a unit. So when that unit breaks up, you do have equal rights, I feel, to everything within that life that you guys built. So in those scenarios, I could understand there being some alimony type issues. But what bothers me is like when you see man or woman who receives alimony gets together with a new person and says, well, 
we can't get married because I'll lose this money I get every month. That's yeah. fucking crazy. So then you drag it out like there's this guy, you know, living in your former house or or girl living in your former house and you're still paying for those two people to live that life because they're smart and they're not going to fucking like I don't know. There's greasiness too. You hear a lot of it obviously when there's a lot of well, money involved. I, so I, you hear a lot of yeah. celebrities, but it's just that sucks like well, like, other there should things. be a number or a way to cut off ties. Yeah, like I also see things like I follow this person called the Dadvocate. She's this wonderful woman. They kind of she's like, not like like pro men, but she's like trying to say that there's more than what meets the eye when these separations happen. And like yeah. some people have kids, and the woman tries to take away the rights to see the kids from the father, even though he's a good fucking dad. And like I lived that dude with Kieran. Kieran had that fucking issue. Yeah. You know, it was a real his ex tried to keep fucking his kid from him when they first broke up because she was pissed that he broke up with her and he had to go to court to fight to get to see him. And because she ended up with the kid first, he had to fucking fight tooth and nail with lawyers and got one day out of the month. And then kept fighting, got one weekend out of the month, kept fighting like that story of what, how, how much money and lawyers and fighting that Kieran had to do to fucking get his kid. It was like a six year battle. And then eventually he got full custody, but it only because the, the other person was the mother and the, the law sees the mother as the one with all the rights to speak to what you're saying. Like it's fucked, man. Like mm-hmm. you got to fight tooth and unless they're caught like red handed, horrible doing something it's hard to prove it even mm. if they're fucked like it's the mothers always seem to get the favor in the eyes of the court is it, I, is I it still a fight too. that's interesting no he won like it, it i know he won but like there's yeah, not the like fights over like she's no, never coming he, back to try and no he he got full custody 100 percent, which yeah. is nice and he's 17 now too so <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a moot point at this at this rate but yeah it was like a six seven eight year battle dude like tooth and nail i testified in court and shit a couple times like it was fucked like we had to fight and kieran's like an amazing dad like all he the only thing he lives his life for is to take care of his kid and hope that he'll have the best life possible talk to kieran for 10 minutes you fucking tell that like he's an amazing father i i like shitting on kieran a lot but it's all in good fun kieran's a great fucking dad oh yeah for sure and like you see that like and the fight like i me and kieran both talked about like joining a men's advocate group to like help. And then Kieran's helped out a few other dads too, who just broke up with their counterpart to be like, you have rights. You are allowed to see your kid. Like I remember one time early on Kieran, like Xavier was taken away and it had been like three weeks since Kieran saw him. We got drunk. Kieran got blackout drunk and I had to fucking tackle him and hold him down on the ground. Cause he got, he's like, I'm going to see my fucking son. He was so like emotionally charged and hopefully like, he's not pissing me for telling this story, but like I physically, I was training in martial arts. I had to fucking use all my might to, and I'm a much larger man than him. I had to hold his ass down to make sure that he didn't fucking go there and get arrested, you know? Yeah. And that's what happens to a lot of the dads. They fucking snap. Cause they're like, I want to be in my kid's life and this person's fucking holding them hostage and not letting you see them. Like how fucked up is that? Right? No, it's fucked. It's completely fucked. And it's, it's a scary thing to happen. Right? Like, yeah, it, it like, it's heartbreaking for the kids. Like, it, 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 it yeah, it is. And that's all who it hurts. Like, I, I know that like, I've never went through anything kind of like that, but like, yeah, I don't know. I lived it in certain ways too. Like with my mother, um, my birth mother, she 
was awesome when it came to that. I can say that one like big thing about her when my parents got divorced, my mother, my dad was like, like, you know, can I pick my kids up for the weekend? Like all nervous about the result. She was like, they're your fucking kids. I don't get to police when you do or don't see your kids. You know where we live. You want your kids? Come and fucking take them. Anytime, any day, any place. I don't give a shit. They're yours. Why? How How do I mm-hmm. try to stop you from seeing your kids? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the attitude that everybody should have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, I can and, say. And, like, I get that there are some monsters out there, like, on both sides. Like, I don't want to. Oh, like, yeah. We're two men talking about this in this day and the age. You're going to, like, if we do have any female listeners, they're probably going, like, you shut up. Like, no, like, I. But, no, and I'd support women's rights to see their kids just as much yeah, as I like I get men's rights. To yeah, see their kids. like yeah, and I got like You're friends right. that you are don't going... want to sound biased in either way. No, but just... and every everybody has a right to have a parent in their life. It's hard, like when you do have parents who are kind of fuck ups. I mean, I've seen that too, where I like a, an Im- individual I know was an extreme alcoholic. Mm-hmm. They put themselves in a situation where the ex had an easy time making them look like a villain but that person still loved their fucking kid and would still like you know a great person they just have a real problem so it's hard like in those scenarios because they have a weapon against that person they can be like ah gotcha bitch you're fucking you did something terrible you know you're an alcoholic i you know i can win but doesn't mean because you're a toxic alcoholic doesn't mean you're not you shouldn't be allowed to love your ch- children still. Yeah. It, that's a gray area, you know. It's a, it's a tough one. It is a tough one and like personally I hope I never have to like go through it at all. Like I Yeah, like, no kidding. No, it just the the battle It's so it. easy to pick up a phone though. Like that's what bothers me about absent parents and I've always like my dad used to talk about that too which got, you know, probably ingrained it into me, but like it's so easy to pick up a phone. You know, I had a parent who just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. And for the, like, for the kid, it's like, how do you do that? Like, if I had ever had kids, every fucking day I'd be in their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it was by phone, in person, whatever. Like, if I wasn't with the the mother, I would make so fucking goddamn sure that I was a big impact in my child's life. You know, that would be my only care in the world. There must be a level of shame and fear that kind of comes with it. Not to play defense. Uh, I'm just, no, I'm just trying to have the conversation, but there's, there has to be like, there's a fear of picking up the phone going like, like the, the fear of like the kid rejecting the parent going like, I know I've let this slide too long. Maybe they just don't want to fucking talk to me. Like, yeah, maybe it's better if I'm not there yeah, for whatever, and, like, and you in, know what I mean? And in their eyes, they're thinking that that's what's best for the kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm such a fuck up. I'm such a disappointment maybe me not being around is the best thing for them. Like, yeah. You, like, which is crazy. But, like, like, and they spiral it in their own heads to try to justify yeah. it, you know? And they're like, then they're like, well, now I'm just protecting them. And it's the most important fucking part of being a parent is just simply being there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People make mistakes, but if you're there, if the person that you're helping raise knows that you are there, then that, is enough yeah you know and that's what's hard about and then, that kind of thing the absenteeism is like once you're away like you said i'm sure there's a guilt too like i've seen this as well in my personal life and i've seen it with you know close people around me when a parent does go defunct like fuck you know you're, you didn't do anything as a kid and like you do harbor that feeling of like fuck you for leaving me but it's it's a tough one like it's 
you can fix and mend any relationship if you are willing to put the effort in mm. and just simply by being there for someone is, is enough to heal things sometimes, you know, but there's everybody has their demons, I guess is a good way of like, yeah. you adding to that conversation is a good point. Like everybody has that voice in their head, whether it be a good voice or a bad voice to justify or to take away from things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, like that's just what it is, right? It's the uh, we got so deep here in this talk. Well, I think we covered the whole spectrum from <laughs> Muppets to you know, <laughs> children of divorce. I mean, yeah, we, pretty much. We are a multifaceted podcast, yeah. and that's what we do. We fucking talk about it all. I'm, um, I'm sure none of the I'm sure none of this was on your notes. Um, no, I didn't. No. I didn't even know it was back until you texted me last night. So there's two episodes out already. They dropped two on the first day, which I think is a stupid move because now we get even less Star Trek because, of course, I fucking watch both of them. But you'll like the first one is a throwback to a pre-existing Star Trek, which is kind of fun. And uh, you're going to enjoy the shit out of that episode. Nice. I'll say that. You should watch it. Nice. Treat yourself because I love Lower Decks and I forget how much I love it because it is you kind of fluff it off because it's a cartoon at times. At least I do at times. But then I put it on and I'm like... It's, Man, it's it is fantastic. good Star Trek. It is fantastic because it's the you never thought that Star Trek could be as comical as it is, and though like it does have its funny moments sometimes. Like there's little yeah. little little jokey jokes, but like no, it's pretty fucking funny. No, it's just good to have like the lower decks is a great, uh, greatly written, and it's a very good form of Star Trek. I love all the characters and. Previous seasons have has given us a lot. The crossover that they just did with Strange New Worlds as well. It's like mm-hmm. so cool to see them interjecting in that certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to also have a Star Trek that's taking place after all of the other Star Treks that we know and love. Mm-hmm. Like the Voyager, the, the Deep Space Nines and stuff like that. It's cool all the throwbacks that they've been able to do in previous seasons. Like the O'Brien comment where they're like, he's the most... Uh, important men in starfleet and we're like that's awesome because everybody loves o'brien so yeah just cool no and then, like he's great and like you you would never feel like you would get like a deep space nine reunion episode more or less yeah. and you kind of did like yeah oh exactly like sure you go in different ways which is fun yeah and like that was awesome like I feel so nice riding this high horse that I'm caught up on stuff and you're not like it's you need to get out of the dark ages, Thomas, and you need to like watch some shows that other people watch in the current events of time. Have you have you watched Twisted Metal yet? Yes, I have. Good, isn't it? Are you talking about the new movie? Nope. Talking about the show Twisted Metal that's based on the video game from the I thought it was a movie. I haven't seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. I I have seen the video game. I've heard of it. That's what I meant by yes. I didn't know there was a new product made of it. You should watch it. It's pretty fucking good. Is, you should get out of the it, dark yeah. ages and watch it. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It's funny when we I have my side of the story and you have your side of the story, but then when I get to be <laughs> on your side of the story. It's also like really we have fun. a show based on this. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Oh. I like that, whatever that was there. That Muppet fucking energized. <laughs> you can't see his face, but he's Muppeting. There's someone with a hand up his asshole right now doing that face. I like it. Kevin, stop it. 
<laughs> of course, it'd be Kevin would be your fantasy boyfriend. I know that was. <laughs> Mr. Smith, what are you doing under uh, there? It's Kevin Bacon. I started watching <laughs> Clerks 3. I'm halfway through it. Dude, you're not ready. And I'm like, I need to get on it and watch it, but I just wasn't in the right mindset, I guess, where I'm like, you're... Eli was annoying me, and you're in the, like the hospital scene. You're like, this is fucking stupid. And so I turned it off and didn't, I'm like, I'm not in the right mind space for this right now, but I did love seeing the characters again. And it, it was nice, but I'm, I just wasn't ready for it. I need to get back and start from the beginning again and just give it a run through. But this week I started it and was like, fuck, I don't know if I can do that right now. Cause it's on, uh, on demand. I realized. Yeah. It's a beautiful, I thought it was a beautiful movie. Although yeah. someone gave their opinion on it and then you're like, Oh yeah. Why didn't they do it like that? But like at the end of the at the end of the day, I thought it was like a really cool movie. I was gonna ask you. I saw it got canceled, but did you ever end up watching How I Met Your Father? Yeah, I watched the first few episodes. Any good? Obviously not. If it got canceled, well, no, but... no. There's a here's the thing with cancellation nowadays. They're done unjustly, and I think with all the way that are streaming, there's no way to possibly gauge if people are watching it or not. It yeah. didn't have the popularity its predecessor had, but it did yeah. have something. There was some value there. Yeah. And yeah. Although I did I did enjoy the episodes I watched. I was but once something else came onto my lap, I kind of put it on the bookshelf and went on to something else. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's hard sometimes when we do that, and then like you realize later, like, oh well, crap, there's three seasons of that show now, and I haven't watched. Well, it. That, that's the thing, right? How did that happen? Like, that's the thing, right? It's there's so there's so much to watch. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that season four and five just started, or, or like season four just released of what we do in the shadows, and then season five just started of that same show. So now I'm like, oh fuck, I'm a season and a bit behind on that, and I fucking love that show. Yeah, so I'm like, not familiar with that one. It's uh, it's based on the movie What We Do in the Shadows, which was a New Zealand mockumentary about day in the life of a vampire. And then okay. they, so like, it's a comedy, but it's also like, there's some horror elements to it. Like, you see them trying to go into bars, but because no one will let them in, they don't go in because they had, can, a vampire can only go into a place when it's invited. Right. So like there's that's like that's kind of funny. There'd be some comical aspects. Yeah, there's there's funny aspects. Like there's just funny shit like that. And so what they did is just like um did like the American crossover of what we of these like another house full of vampires and their everyday fucking struggles. Right. It's a it's I could have its moments. Yeah. I could see how I would uh find that somewhat entertaining potentially. Yeah, it's really good. I wanted to say, too, I didn't mean to make it seem like I was shitting on you when you uh, commented mine and Addison's name on the Coin Club post there for the Joker and Batman coin. I didn't mean to make it seem like I was shitting on you at the time. Like, in the comment, it was just like, it, they're cool stuff like that, but, man, they just get you on those. Because the, cool, the picture is cool, but then there's, like, no actual value to it because it's not tied to a currency as well as the fact that it's not made of a precious metal, you can go down that rabbit hole and get lost down it because I it, it wasn't what it was. It was a cheap deal, so not too too bad. But they'll ding you on the shipping, and then you you end up with this thing where you're like, "This is a cool collectible," but it's like made to be collected as well. I don't know. I just saw a thing and thought you would like it. I appreciate the. I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry for bringing to shame it. to your dojo. <laughs> 
No, I've just been burned on those a few times where <clears throat> people like go out and spend good money to get you a present, real thinking that they're getting you like something super fucking cool like that. And then you get it and you're like, you gotta like, you don't say it, but you're just like, that's, you shouldn't have spent that money on that. You know, if you were going to spend that kind of money, you should have spent it on like this so that you're getting the bang for your buck. But they just get, catch people and shit like that, right? Because yeah. people that aren't coin collectors or aren't bullion experts, they don't know that something like that is just like anybody can make it and sell it. And there's no limited mintage as well. Like if you want to get someone a cool present, like grandma wants to get her grandson or granddaughter a cool ass collectible piece they buy something like that because they're like oh this is cool and like but they if they'd spent equal money on something else that it's a limited run and then you're giving them something that's super fucking cool and will gain equity over time yeah that's all i just been burnt that's why i made the comment i meant to but i appreciate when people are looking out for your interests and see things that they're like hey this is pretty cool i should share it with that person so I just saw a thing, but yeah. since tagging you in it, I've seen like 18 others, so I'm just like, for fuck's sake. That's funny, hey, yeah. Once you're in the loop, they're like, oh man, what have I done? Mm-hmm. He likes this. We better give him more of it. And, and that's the thing. Like, I didn't even like it. I just tagged two people that are like, oh my god, coins. Yeah. No, that's funny for sure. Stuff like that. Well, Tommy, what do you think? Does this wrap us for the day? Yeah, I think that wraps us up. Sweet. Um... It was nice talking with you. It's always a pleasure. Never a chore, Sean. No. We had some good times. We laughed. We cried a little. I said some inappropriate shit. So did you. You hurt my feelings, so I hurt them back. We talked about stupid fucking Muppets, which at least five episodes now we've talked about Muppets. But I see. You just brought stupid. it back. Take that back. Yeah. You just, wanted to end, you just wanted to end on something fucking negative, eh? Just wanted to, I do love Muppets. Just wanted to bring it right That's back and negative. hurt my feelings. Me saying I love Muppets is not negative. I love Kermit the Frog. Love him. Love him. Anyways, so why didn't you marry him? Are not Muppets. Those ones were. <laughs> but but on that note, by Jim Henson <laughs> Law, they were Muppets. I do not mind your Jim Henson Law. On that note, this has been two sides of the story. That there is Tom Sides, and that's been his side of the story. That there's been Sean Sides, and that was his obscure side of the story. (laughs) Have a great week, y'all. Have a good week! Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.